Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big, and you're listening to Music Mania. Get ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... Now listening to the Music Mania podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Welcome to another edition of the Music Mania podcast. I'm your host, Clint Schweitzer, with a huge guest this week. Phil Lewis from L.A. Guns is going to be joining us to talk about the band's latest album, The Missing Piece, his reunion with Tracy Guns, how it all came to be. Guys, I think uh, Phil Lewis, at this point in his career, you know, from every indication that, uh, obviously, at one point there were two versions of the band L.A. Guns kind of going around. You had Tracy's version, which had many different singers and different players uh, in it. And then you had uh, Steve Riley and Phil Lewis, um, their version of L.A. Guns. Um, I, I, it, for a lot of that time, I think that, uh, you know, Steve Riley and uh, Phil Lewis, it seemed like they were working well together. They released some really good albums, Tales from the Strip, Hollywood Forever. They seemed to kind of be the band with uh, the more momentum and maybe the more recognized version of L.A. Guns, considering Phil Lewis was the recognizable singer. But as we'll talk about in this interview, I think Phil just kind of became burned out with that version. Um, he kind of alludes to the fact that that Steve Riley wasn't really interested in recording new music. Tracy Guns, meanwhile, had kind of been uh, playing a couple uh, dates here and there with Phil Lewis, just kind of doing some one-offs, doing some some acoustic stuff. And 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 as Phil Lewis will talk about, that Tracy had this album that he was working on, and as they you know, got uh, got further into it. Phil just decided, hey, this is what this is what I want to do. This is, uh, you know, putting these uh, that that force back together. Tracy and Phil, it is kind of a kind of a magical combination. You know, dating back uh, to the days of the Sunset Strip uh, and the, the self-titled album, to Cocked and Loaded, uh, to Hollywood Vampires. That was kind of the band's heyday. Of course, they came back in 2000 with Waking the Dead, which was a great album. Before things kind of you know went off track, and uh, the two versions got formed. So this is going to be very interesting. Phil, I've always been a huge fan of his work, uh, his vocals. Dating back to the band Girl, where he was in uh, in England with Phil Collins, kind of in the late '70s, early '80s, um, a glam outfit before they branched off and and went to uh, separate ways to their the bands they wound up in, in L.A. Guns and Def Leppard. So this is very interesting. I've always been a huge L.A. Guns fan. I saw the band in what I I believe was um, their final show together uh, with Phil and Steve Riley at the Whiskey on the Sunset Strip uh, on New Year's Day 2016. Uh, it was a huge deal for me. I'd never been to Hollywood before to finally get to see a show at the Whiskey. was was awesome. Uh, they played with Faster Pussycat. It seemed like all was well, but um, as Phil will explain, that show, he'd already given his notice. He was moving on. He was going to be you know, going off and, and trying something else. Little did he know it would wind up being with Tracy Guns. Now, maybe it was orchestrated. Maybe um, this was something that had been in the works for quite a while. You be the judge of that, but I'll tell you what, um, before we head to that interview, I want to advise everyone to check out our sponsor at CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, vinyl, CDs, DVDs, buy, sell, trade, new and used. My buddy Randy Ringer will hook you up. Give them a call, 816 816- 
855-213-0 or go visit them in Gladstone, Missouri, 2504 Northeast 57th Terrace. Guys, nothing better. I grew up, that's 95% of the music I still own to this day comes from CD Warehouse. Guys, go check them out. Keep that kind of thing alive. Keep the record stores alive. That's what CD Warehouse is. 22 years, a staple of Gladstone, Missouri. So without further ado, we want to go ahead and take you to my interview with Phil Lewis. Hey, Phil, it's uh, Clint Schweitzer from Music Mania. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing just fine, thank you. How about yourself? Oh, doing wonderful, Phil. We can't thank you enough for joining us today, man. I tell you, this album, The Missing Piece, we'll get right into it. It's only been out uh, not even a week yet. A lot of buzz, a lot of positivity. What are you guys hearing? You guys got to be really pleased with how this is going so far. Yeah, I mean, um, of course, it's it, it's come out, and it, and it's uh, we've been sitting on it for a long time. You know, originally it was supposed to come out June first, uh, and we had a whole uh, summer tour of the states lined up to promote it, um, which we ended up doing anyway and having a blast doing it. So um, it actually is going to work out a lot better for us releasing it uh, in the fall. Uh, it, it, people tend to buy music. It, it, it uh, you know, we're sell- I think we're selling more than we would had it been a summer release. Um, and um, the, the feedback has been fantastic, you know, and, and uh, apart from one, one issue I got, um, <clears throat> it's one of those bitchy message boards, said that uh, I sang with the worst fake English accent he thinks he's ever heard in his life. <laughs> well, well, that's a new one. That that's a new one, Phil. Considering you are English, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you can as you can as you can tell, yeah. Um, and I, you know, and I went back and I listened to it. It's Sticky Fingers, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still sound English. I've been here, you know, longer than I was ever there. It's just just the way it is, and uh, you know, certain songs you can't tell, and others others you can. But it cracked me up though, you know, like the fake English accent. It was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a new one. I, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that's probably that had to. Have been, that sounds like Metal Sludge to me. Has it written all over it? I, I haven't seen that. But. Yeah, I mean, one of those. I'm not even. I'm not even going to credit them. You know, but it's one of those bitchy sites. Yeah. Oh well, you know what? If that if that's the only complaint, I'd say that's that's a yeah. pretty good deal because uh, you know you had the video yeah. for Speed Out quite a yeah. while. Yeah. The video was uh, got a lot of traction, and you guys as a band got a lot of got a lot of traction playing dates leading up to this. So you guys kind of got your feet under you. Now the album is released, and you've got a ton more dates coming up. Through, through the next year, so you guys are going to be pretty yeah. busy. Yeah, well, I mean, we knew it, you know, that's what we signed up for, and, and uh, uh, you know, as people know, it's a reunion, and, and it's, it's a real happy, it's a, a good reunion, it's a reunion that happened naturally, uh, that wasn't forced, it was never about the money, um, it was just, you know, me and him burying the hatchet, and, and uh, uh, you know, he, he already had the album in mind before the reunion, um, and so it was me getting on board with his band, uh, with Johnny and Shane, and bringing Michael Grant along with me as well, and, and um, you know, picking up on his side. It reminded me of the first record a lot, you know, when I, when I first joined the band. Um, you know, the band had been going for a while, and, and Johnny and Shane and Tracy had been playing for a while. So it was, it, they're very tight, you know, it was real, you know, tight musically and tight as, uh, socially tight as friends. Uh, so it was really good. Um, you know, joining uh, a, a band uh, again, 
uh, with my, my my old buddy, um, my old nemesis, <laughs> and, uh, and and doing um, outstanding work in the studio. And and it, uh, you know, fortunately, there is a little bit of justice, and of course, uh, the reunion has helped, and we've gotten a lot of attention. And 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 it's it's a good record. So um, you know, it's kind of snowballing from there. You know, all the. Traditional outlets uh, have sold out Best Buy and Amazon and, and, and all the like the record shops because we put it out on a, a double gatefold um, vinyl LP. Uh, me and Tracy, we're, we're big, big, big seventies fans, and uh, we love we love LPs, we love vinyl, and um, that was always. Uh, the objective, you know, how, how, how's it going to sound on the record player? And, um, you know, the, everything else sounds good. The CD sounds good. The, the, uh, I don't know what the, 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 the uploads are like. It doesn't sound that, that great on YouTube, to be honest, but, um, you get what you pay for, right? Absolutely, and that's why it's uh, it's important. And you know, bands releasing, of course, music in all sorts of mediums these days. I went, I got, uh, I actually have the CD from Best Buy. They they actually they acted like they didn't know what a CD was when I when I asked for it. They they yeah. had to go they had to go to the back to get it. It's, it's like an obs- almost obsolete um, medium now. The new cars don't have it. But um, the thing about the record uh, is. Um, if you do have the CD, I, I think you're going to get a lot more out of it if you can find the time to sit down and listen to it from top to bottom. Uh, I know there's always going to be favorite songs uh, for people, but um, the way this album was designed, written, and compiled is, is for, you know, it's a piece. It's, it's a big musical piece. Um, and 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 uh, uh, you you we we worked really hard on on the sequencing on on the running order of uh, the songs, and uh, we knew right away like the missing piece and gave it all away. It's a ten minute uh, epic, and we knew the record was going to close with that. Uh, and we we wanted to open it with something, you know, like sort of sleazy, uh, you know, down in some something that could have been off of the first record, and and sort of uh, draw people in uh, to to. I mean, we've always had that like sleaze rock down, but you know, like to, to a new dimension uh, musically um, that people we we never. We were never that good. We, you know, like as good as Hollywood Forever, uh, Hollywood Vampires was, and, and Vicious Circle. This, um, Tracy is musically, he's just surpassed everything he's ever done in his, in his past. And, and he's put together some of the most amazing, beautiful um, pieces, classical almost, uh, you know, being a big Randy Rhodes fan, um, you, you can hear the influence. And, and, and we've got strings, we've got gorgeous, lush strings on it that are real strings, you know, and, and um, not keyboards. Not, not, um, you know, a synthesizer. You know, they're they're real strings that that, that were recorded as it, for a birthday gift, actually, um, in France, and and they came back and we heard them, and, and right away we were like, um, it was, it, it sounds amazing, it's amazing. But wait, there's more. We'll give you two for one. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I feel like I'm selling it, but I don't have I, to. It's selling itself. It's I, just, I'm just, I'm just picking up on on the. Uh, 
on the whole vibe of it. It's been great. It is, and there's something magical whenever uh, you, you know you sing and when Tracy plays. There's no doubt about that. But I want to talk about kind of your your personal satisfaction with this because I um, I saw L.A. Guns and its um, previous incarnation on on January 1st of, of 16. So that was just a couple years ago, and the, the, you guys were on fire. I thought your voice sounded as good as it ever had, and then only to find out. You know, a couple, you know, it was a few months later that, you know, you were kind of moving in this other direction. Kind of just talk about your your personal, you know, satisfaction in, in this new lineup. Because I heard you on Eddie Trunk talk about how you were just kind of getting burnt out, well, you know. You, you, saw, you saw my last show. Yeah. Uh, with that lineup. Yeah. And, um, I, I, you know, I was, I was torn because I knew it was going to be my last show. Um, and, and, and I was torn whether I, I was going to say anything. Uh, and I figured it, it being New Year's and, and everybody being, uh, you know, like, in a good, I thought it might be a bit of a downer. Uh, but I knew, I, I, I gave in my notice in October 14. Um, with with Riley and and, and, and that lineup and uh, I was I was uh, kind of disillusioned to be honest. We put out a record uh, five years four years prior um, called Hollywood Forever, and I was really proud of it. it it's, it's a good record and it's got some great songs on it. And um, you know, being creative, being being an artist, I, I wanted to do another one. I wanted to do a follow up. You know, and I thought five years uh, was was plenty of time between records for us to go back in the studio and do something new but um i i kind of hit a wall um that, you know like um my old mate i've got nothing bad to say say about steve uh we we did we did hundreds thousands of amazing shows together we recorded some great music um it, it was there was never a question that, oh you know i got pissed off or i was upset with him his playing or anything he just wasn't very enthusiastic about doing another record um because you know he did take on the role as band manager and and um you know he was like well there's no money in it and then, oh it's so much work and we gotta write songs and I was like, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and, and, and so, um, you know, it, it started to become a bit of a cash cow, you know, we'd be doing all the festivals, we'd be playing, you know, all, all the, um, you know, the, the, the typical places, uh, with the typical bands, and, and I, I just was not ready to that, you know, just yeah. to give up. And and so you know, I, I, in October I said, look, I'm going to give in my a year's notice. Uh, it'll be the last show that we had that was booked was that whiskey show. Yep. And I said, uh, you know, I, I'm going to be leaving from that point on. And that was even before talk of a reunion. I was um, I was going to put a solo band together, like a little three piece band, uh, or, or just go out like solo acoustic, you know, and 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 just. I, I, I was fine, you know. I, I, you know, I only, you know, like two or three gigs a month uh, would more than cover my expenses. So um, I, uh, you know, I, I, I realized, you know, that I was done with that, and it just actually ended up being a, a great coincidence. Um, Tracy having having the deal already lined up with Frontiers, uh, so much of the material he had in play, he, he had the vision. Uh, of what this record was going to be. He produced it, uh, and he did an absolutely amazing job. And I was so happy to come over to, to, to a new situation uh, where it was just, it was a fountain of creativity. 
And um, it's, it's it's been like that since since I've been back, and and I'm loving it. Yeah, and the fans are too. This is a great album, guys. LAFuckingGuns.com. It just sounds good rolling off the tongue. LAFuckingGuns.com. That's the, the website uh, to check it out. Of course, yeah. Amazon, Best Buy, and all that. You just released the video before we let you go. i got to ask you about the videos because uh, you had speed out for a while. But then, just last week, the, the Floods, the Fault of the Rain comes out, which is an interesting concept. It's kind of a graphic novel type video, which I, I just did not see coming. I thought it was very, very innovative. I like that video. Well, um, you know, it's it's a lyric video. Uh, for, first and foremost, it, it, it's it's a, a, a means for people to see the lyrics, and we also um, did kind of a cool comic strip background. We've never did an animated video in in, in all our history, um, so it was it was it, it was it suited the song well, um, and. Um, you know, we, we 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 did the performance video in Speed, as you said. Um, something a little bit of intrigue, you know. We are actually playing that song live, and, it, and it's going down well. So it's good that it came out, and, and, and people can hear the uh, the song, the way it's recorded. I mean, it's, it's beautifully recorded. It really is, and, and it's one of those songs that has the strings on and the keyboards in it. And um, it was it's something. Um, kind of a challenge for me to, to, to do that song, you know. If you listen to it, if, if, you know, as, as a singer, uh, the phrasing on it, and, and it's not, you know, it's not that hard to sing. It's not like it's like that high or anything. But, you know, the phrasing of the verse, um, I'm, I'm really proud of the way that turned out. Um, that was, you know, and, and people are saying, well, you know, it kind of sounds like the House of the Rising Sun, and they are spot on, 100% right. And, and, and there are lots, lots of clues to our influences on this record. Uh, obviously, the Deep Purple reference on, on the, se- the first line of the second verse on speed. You know, so, yep. oh, you're ripping, ripping off Deep Purple. No, we're not. We took, a, we took a line from a classic song that everybody would know, and it's an homage, you know, we're paying tribute. And, and, and the same way the jangly guitar with the rain at the beginning of Flood is, is, a, is a lot like the House of the Rising Sun. And, and uh, yeah, we, we went out of our way to make sure that, that our influences were obvious. On this record. That's right. You talked about uh, how you know important the, the you know the '70s were, and you can hear that all over that. Whether it be just the LP itself, uh, the music, the the styling. I tell you what, uh, Phil, we've already kept you too long, my man. I can't thank you enough. Uh, such a huge fan. All right, it's my we- pleasure. Pleasure. I really, we really appreciate the support. Uh, the support. Uh, we're heading out on tour on Thursday. We're heading over to. Um, Kentucky and working our way up to play Rock and Skull Fest in uh, the Illinois, Chicago area. And then we're flying over to the UK on uh, on Sunday. And we've got like a bunch of shows over there in the UK and going to play Italy, um, the, the home, the, the, the country of origin of our label, Frontiers. Um, and we play over there a lot 
obviously now being on that label um, and it's really cool it's, it's, it's nice to be almost like a, a kind of a local getting a local yeah. vibe kind of thing going over there and a couple of new places like we're playing in Hungary and Austria places we've never played before so I'm looking forward to it you know and, and then we'll be back stateside and we're going to do all our Christmas shows we're doing uh, two nights in in, uh, in in Las Vegas uh, and then we've got the New Year's our, our traditional uh, New Year's Eve at the Whiskey with our, our mates Faster Pussycat. Uh, that was great. I, I got to come back out for that. I got to I got to see this new you lineup. Bet. Phil, you can't think... I'll put you on the list, mate. Hey, absolutely. Phil, we'll be in touch, my man. Good luck out there, and we will definitely be in touch. We'll catch up soon, my man. Thank you very much. Nice talking to you. You bet. Take Thanks care. a lot. Bye. Thank you to Phil for joining us here on the Music Mania podcast. That was definitely a big one for me as a, as a lifelong L.A. Guns fan. I remember really the, the first I ever became aware of L.A. Guns is, is I'm 33 years old. Obviously, I didn't grow up in Hollywood or in that era on the Sunset Strip, but I became aware of the band because of the song Over the Edge, which was on the Point Break soundtrack. I remember going to see that movie as a young, impressionable child at, at age seven, I believe, the summer of 91, which was such a huge summer for me in pop culture. You had Terminator 2 coming out, Point Break. It was it was really kind of my indoctrination into the kind of the world of movies and music, and I, I was a big fan of that Over the Edge and the, the album Hollywood Vampires. That was the first L.A. Guns album I actually owned was Hollywood Vampires, obviously cocked and loaded. It's probably their critical and commercial peak. Uh, but I also love the, the the self-titled album. And I love a lot of the things they've done in between. Waking the Dead was huge. A big comeback album in 2000. And in 2005, Tales from the Strip, even as the band had kind of went their separate ways at that point. Huge fan of that, Hollywood Forever. And obviously the album The Missing Piece, which I think is a great reunion with between Phil and, and Tracy. Uh, you've seen the videos for... Uh, songs like Speed, which I think was a, a really good video and built a lot of momentum a few months ago before the album was even released. And now uh, it is out um, via Frontiers Records. You guys want to make sure you go to LAFuckingGuns.com. That's where you can get all the information about the album. Of course, it's available on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, all those ways. And there is, uh, of course, physical copies available. So hit up your local Best Buy for that. Make sure you ask for it. They will have it. It may be in the back, but they will have it. Guys, we want to thank you so much for downloading the show on iTunes or subscribing on YouTube or iTunes. Check us out on our website, musicmaniapodcast.com. That's where all of our shows are archived, and I've got reviews up there, shows that I go to, interviews from years past. It's all there. Thank you so much for joining us. Next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking uh, to Doug Aldridge from Revolution Saints, and of course, you know him from Dead Daisies, from Dio, White Snake, Hurricane. Uh, Doug Aldridge, man, I'll tell you what, he has done it all. So we'll be talking to him next week, so be sure to join us for that. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you next time.